This is the Weekly Squeeze. I am your host, Hanala Music, coming at you from the land of Israel. It is Tuesday, October 10th. This is episode 144. All right. What is going on in Israel? First of all, thank you for your messages. Many of you have reached out to ask how I'm doing. I'm okay. I've been better. But I am staying positive. Yesterday was definitely a stressful day. Uh, but I appreciate the messages thanking me for doing this podcast and for keeping you guys in the loop. All right, so here we go. Uh, tons of explosions overnight, all night long. Israel has been bombing Gaza following the massacre of more than 900 civilians. There are 2,700 plus wounded all throughout Israel by the subhuman terrorists from Gaza. Yesterday, the defense minister announced that Israel is closing Gaza from all sides. There will be no water, no food, no supplies, no fuel. Everything is going to be closed. We are fighting human animals, and we will act accordingly. This was Defense Minister Yoav Gallant yesterday. So Israel is breaking out all the stops. According to IDF spokesman uh, Daniel Hagari, he says that the rate of the Israeli Air Force attacks on the Gaza Strip is five times that of against Hezbollah in the 2006 Second Lebanon War. In a press conference, he said some 60 fighter jets are carrying out waves of airstrikes against Hamas targets every hour, all day long. He says the military has completed the evacuation of the towns adjacent to the border, although there are a few families who have decided to stay. As of now, there are no terrorists crossing the fence from Gaza into Israel. On Israeli hostages held by Hamas in Gaza, Hagari says the army has the full details on all of those taken captive by the terror groups. They have notified 30 families, and when we complete notifying the families, the number of, of hostages in Gaza will be made available to the public. We were notified yesterday to prepare our bomb shelters for the possibility of long-term use, which basically set off complete panic as Israelis ran to grocery stores to prepare food and water supplies for at least three days, pick up batteries for the radios, medicines, and tons and tons of food, snacks, and supplies. The message was to pick up three liters of water per person for 72 hours, dry and canned food supplies, lighting equipment or flashlights, radios, medication, first aid kit, and keep your certificates, cash, personal documents, uh, and food for your infants or pets in the Mamad. Following these instructions could save lives, said the Home Front Command. Obviously, this set everybody into a panic, and they later let everyone know that this is standard uh, instructions during wartime, and there is nothing specific that we need to freak out about. But lo and behold, we are all officially freaked out. Moderately. <laughs> I did go to the bakery this morning. There was food, there was milk, there was water. So uh, there are no shortages. I remember during COVID, BB saying that we have years supplies of food, years and years supplies of food. So Israel has nothing to worry about uh, on that front. Um, earlier yesterday, following exchanges of fire near the Lebanese border, armed terrorists were identified infiltrating Israeli territory. IDF soldiers were immediately dispatched to the areas following the identification. Exchanges of fire ensued, during which two of the armed terrorists were killed. Now, keep in mind, this is up north. During the exchanges of fire, one of the terrorists escaped back into Lebanese territory. The incident has concluded, and there is no fear of an additional security incident. Uh, during the exchange of fire, IAF aircraft struck three military posts belonging to Hezbollah terrorist organizations. Two of the military posts were observation posts, and the third was a post used by Hezbollah forces during emergency. He goes on to say, the IDF is prepared for all scenarios in all areas and will continue to operate in order to protect the residents of the state of Israel. Terrible news. Terrible news coming out of Be'eri. Uh, 
On the border of Gaza, 108 bodies of civilians that were murdered by Hamas terrorists were recovered by emergency, by emergency personnel and army medics yesterday. This is at least 10% of the small town's population prior to the Simchas Torah massacre. May Hashem avenge their blood. You can only imagine how Israel was reeling upon that news. Netanyahu spoke on TV yesterday. He said that this is an existential fight. We are in a war to guarantee our existence and we will win. We are fighting against an abominable enemy, truly animals. They forced children to watch their family members being shot and then shot and murdered them too. What our enemies will experience in the coming time, it will be remembered for centuries. Every place that is used by the enemy will be turned into ruins. Each and every one of those wishing to hurt us will see how big of a mistake they made. Nothing will stop us. In the meantime, the death toll is over 900 people. Over 100 women and children were found in Be'eri, and 260 people were found at the desert party. This is war crimes. This is actual genocide. Meanwhile, in Hamas fantasy land, after murdering almost 1,000 women and children, kidnapping, raping, and torturing, Hamas says, Senior Hamas official Masu Abu Pisadrek told Al Jazeera, We are open to mediation and negotiations. What we have achieved is a milestone towards the goal. Sickos. In the meantime, the IDF is busy simply destroying Gaza. You don't understand what's happening there. In a half an hour, an entire street was wiped out. The amount of bombs landing there is unimaginable. The Air Force has never acted like this. Take a deep breath. The IDF is working nonstop. Everything's going to be okay. There have been videos of the IDF shutting off the water systems that feed Gaza. And Arab experts on international relationships are saying on the news that Israel has gone crazy and that this is even before the ground activity. Well, what did they, what did they think was going to happen? I mean, responding forcefully to genocide is not crazy. It's humane. This is what you do to protect your citizens. Netanyahu continued slaughtering families in their homes, massacring hundreds of young people at an outdoor festival, kidnapping scores of women, children, and elderly, even Holocaust survivors. Hamas terrorists bound, burned, and executed children. They are savages. Hamas is ISIS. Hamas is ISIS. The good news is the IDF has eliminated 1,500 terrorists which infiltrated into Israel from Gaza since Shabbos. Their bodies still yet to be processed by emergency forces. They could be rigged with explosives. I did see a number of videos of soldiers um, relieving themselves on the bodies of these terrorists, and I fully support that behavior. There have been 123 Chayalim soldiers killed since the beginning of this war. International updates. Syria, President Assad and family moved to a secret location, protecting himself from attacks. This appears to be in preparation for activity against Israel or allowing Iranian forces to do so from Syria. Switzerland, sending six Swiss air flights to Israel to offer evacuation to Swiss citizens. This adds Switzerland to Poland and Brazil that are doing the same. No word on how many it will be taking them up on it, on how many Swiss citizens Polish citizens and Brazilian citizens will actually leave Israel. I'm waiting for an airplane from Eritrea to come pick up the Africans, but no news yet. As of this morning, the IDF has announced that dozens of fighter jets struck over 200 targets in Rimal and Khan Yunus, uh, which are terror hubs for the Hamas terrorist organization, and a large number of terror attacks against Israel are directed there. Amongst the targets, IDF fighters struck Islamic Jihad terror infrastructure in Khan Yunus, a Hamas weapon storage site located inside a mosque, and operational terror infrastructure used by Hamas terror operatives. Fighter jets struck an operational residence belonging to a Hamas operative in the anti-tank missile division. 
along with the infrastructure used by one of the terrorist organization's senior officials and an additional operational asset used by a Hamas terror operative located inside a multi-story building in Al-Furqan. The fighter jets also struck a Hamas operational command center located inside a mosque, a command center used by the Hamas anti-tank mission division operatives, and two additional operational residences. Okay, foreign citizens missing, killed, or injured. Nine Americans uh, are part of the dead. Canada, one dead, two missing. Great Britain, 10 dead or missing. France, one dead, several missing. Thailand, 12 dead, 11 missing. 11 Thailandi workers were abducted by Hamas. Abducted by Hamas, Thailandi workers that are clearly not Jewish. These people are sick. Nepal, 10 dead. Germany, multiple unverified missing and deaths. Russia, one dead. Cambodia, one dead. China, dead, injured, unconfirmed. Brazil, three dead. Paraguay, two dead, missing, two missing. Ukraine, two dead. Mexico, two prisoners. Ireland, one injured. Tanzania, two injured. Yesterday, the leaders of France, Germany, Italy, the United Kingdom, and the United States of America released the following joint statement following a call. Today, we, President Macron of France, Chancellor Schultz of Germany, Prime Minister Maloney of Italy, Prime Minister Sunak of the United Kingdom, and President Biden of the United States express our steadfast and united support to the state of Israel and our unequivocal condemnation of Hamas and its appalling acts of terrorism. We make clear that the terrorist actions of Hamas have no justification, no legitimacy, and must be universally condemned. There is never any justification for terrorism. In recent days, the world has watched in horror as Hamas terrorists massacred families in their homes, slaughtering over 200 young people enjoying a music festival and kidnapping elderly women, children, and entire families who are now being held as hostages. Our countries will support Israel in its efforts to defend itself and its people against such atrocities. We further empathize that this is not a moment for any party hostile to Israel to exploit these attacks to seek advantage. All of us recognize the legitimate aspirations of the Palestinian people and support equal measures of justice and freedom for Israelis and Palestinians alike. But make no mistake, Hamas does not represent these aspirations, and it offers nothing for the Palestinian people other than more terror and bloodshed. Over the coming days, we will remain united and coordinated together as allies and as common friends of Israel to ensure Israel is able to defend itself and to ultimately set the conditions for a peaceful and integrated Middle East region. Meanwhile, in Australia, at the Sydney Opera House, at an Israel-Palestine protest, Jews were told to stay home, dragged away from the protest, while radical Muslims shouted vile anti-Semitic comments through flares and chanted, Gaz the Jews. Pro-Palestinian protesters were allowed to chant F the Jews and burn the Star of David in front of Sydney's Opera House on Monday night. Absolutely appalling from Australia. Meanwhile, in Toronto, Canada, over 20,000 people held a prayer rally in support of Israel. Uh, Boston, Massachusetts, the Eiffel Tower, all around the world, there has been an inpouring of support from Israel supporters and normal people, regular, normal people. Anyone supporting Palestine, anyone who has the chutzpah to say free Palestine, to say but, maybe, what about, these people are the bane of society, including Trashida Talib, who still has a Palestinian flag outside her door in Washington, at her Washington office. All right, how did this happen? Well, when you let a rattlesnake into your bed, you get bit. And we let two rattlesnakes into our bed, the Hamas and the Hezbollah, thinking that we could tame them. You cannot tame a rattlesnake, you cannot deter a rattlesnake, you cannot control a rattlesnake, and this snake has been growing and growing and growing, 
And here we are. Israel has been cutting the grass, mowing the lawn, the Hamas terroristic lawn for years now, instead of actually uprooting the grass, the blades from the dirt. And because we are Jews and because we are B'nai Rachamim and because we are sympathetic, it's hard for us to imagine. It's literally impossible for us to imagine that people could want to do this to innocent men, women, and children. I mean, up until last week, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of Gazan workers were still coming into Israel. This has been a festering, cancerous problem since the foundation of this country and even earlier. And at this point, Israel has to prove with a stunning victory. They have to emerge from this with an unequivocal, decisive, stunning victory for the whole world to see. No more sympathy, no more Rachmanis, no more negotiations, no more olive branches, no more favors, no more negotiations, no more discussions, nothing. Wipe Hamas off the face of the earth once and for all in front of the entire world to see. We may have dropped the ball, but we are going to prove that nobody messes with Israel ever again. The Jewish people have survived 4,000 years and we will not be defeated because of the immense spirit of Israel. The sheer amount of Ahavas Israel, the sheer amount of generosity that has transpired around this country in the last 48 hours, I've never seen anything like it in my life and nothing in any other country can compare. The amount of solidarity, the amount of chesed, the amount of food, the home-baked goods, the pizza, the shawarma, the restaurants that opened, the deliveries that were made while sirens were going off over their heads, the coordination, the, the, the WhatsApp groups, the Tehillim groups, the Hachlotais, the Kabbalais. I have been following a trend on TikTok where I've seen hundreds of videos, hundreds, I have dozens of them on my phone of Israeli teenage girls cutting up their bikinis, cutting up their shorts, cutting up their jeans, and begging Hashem that in the merit of them taking on the mitzvah of Tzniyaz, Hashem should return the soldiers and heal the wounded and restore peace in Israel. Teenage girls crying and cutting their clothing and burning their clothing, understanding that we are Hashem's people and without Hashem we are nothing. We are nothing and we have nothing. People are davening in Shul. In Me'eshaarim, thousands of people came to Shul at midnight to daven, to cry to Hashem. The Shuls are full. The yeshivas are full. The restaurants are full of volunteers. The streets are full of people making packages, sending packages, hanging up signs. All over Beit Shemesh, there are signs. We are strong. We are here for you. Mikam Chayisrael. Together we are united. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable that this could happen to us. How did this happen to us? How did we get to a place where Yom Kippur, we were tearing at each other's throats? Where Jews were dancing at a party with a massive Buddha statue, which I spoke about yesterday. Ay, Hashem should help us all and see our merits and see our schosim and forgive us and perform miracles for his people. All right, let me just go on Twitter real quick. I saved a couple of things that I wanted to share with you. Former President of the United States, Barack Obama, expressed support for Israel. On Twitter, tweeting, all Americans should be horrified and outraged by the brazen terrorist attacks on Israel and the slaughter of innocent civilians. We grieve for those who have died, pray for the safe return of those who've been held hostage, and stand squarely alongside our ally Israel as it dismantles Hamas. Well, where were you? Oh, I know exactly where you were. You were signing the checks when John Kerry sent billions of dollars to Iran, who, by the way, paid for this whole operation. So you, my friend, are partially responsible, if not entirely responsible. So, yeah, 
The best tweet of the day came from a woman named Dolce who wrote, Threat of celebrities you should unfollow. P.S. They support Israel. <laughs> 10.3 million views. Thank you for all the celebrities that the world is now following who showed their support for Israel, including Chris Jenner, Kylie Jenner, Jamie Lee Curtis, Amy Schumer, Ashley Tisdale, Mandy Moore. I don't know half of these people. I'm so with not with the program. Josh Groban, who wrote, There's a deafening silence on my social media feed. He's the guy who sings You Raise Me Up. If you, like me, have been vocally critical of Israel's government over the last several years, we have had much in common. If you, like me, have been crying for change and meaningful peace and rights for all, we've been aligned. But if you now remain silent as the largest attack against Israel in half a century rattled an entire country and killed dozens on the morning of a holiday, you are not purely pro-priest. You are anti-Israel. If you stand for justice on both sides, let me hear your voice now, too. Uh, who else is here? That Gagadot, obviously... Josh God, Olaf from Frozen, Paris Jackson, I believe that is Michael Jackson's daughter. Madonna wrote, watching all of these families and especially children being herded, assaulted, and murdered in the streets is heartbreaking. Imagine if this happened to you. It's unfathomable. Conflicts can never be resolved with violence. Unfortunately, humanity does not understand this universal truth, has never understood it. She continues, we live in a world ravaged by hate. My heart goes out to Israel, to families and homes that have been destroyed. To children who are lost, to innocent victims who have been killed, to all those who are suffering or, or who will suffer from this conflict, I'm praying for you. I am aware that this is the work of Hamas and there are many innocent people in Palestine who do not support this terrorist organization. This tragic attack will only cause more suffering for everyone. Let's pray for Israel, for peace, for the world. And then she went back to being a total weirdo. Arnold Schwarzenegger, I stand with my Israeli friends, the former actor and governor of California. Wrote, my heart breaks when I turn on the news and see this pain and suffering. Gagadot, I stand with Israel, you should too. The world cannot sit on the fence when these horrific acts of terror are happening. Mark Hamill, widely known for his role as Luke Skywalker in Star Wars, posted an image of American and Israeli flags together and wrote, America stands with Israel always. All right, from Star Wars to Crown Heights, 20,000 people came together yesterday for a rally to pray for Eretz Israel in Crown Heights. Beautiful, beautiful photographs of a huge crowd that was organized in less than 24 hours by Jewish activists. They shared Rebbe videos where the Rebbe emphasizes the increase in Torah, mitzvot, rallies for children, and joy during times of crisis and tragedy. Benny Friedman sang, Hani Maleki played music, Nagunim were sung, the 12 Pesukim were recited, tzedakah was given, and exuberant dancing because joy breaks all barriers and hopefully... This joy will reach the heavens and break the boundaries through joy. So thank you to Chabad Labavitch for standing in solidarity with Eretz Yisrael. In Lakewood, 10,000 people gathered for an unprecedented Atzeres Tefillah as Eretz Yisrael faces its most serious security situation in decades. 10,000 people gathered to Davin in Shul's through Lakewood and surrounding towns to heed the call of the Rosh Hashiva of BMG that Jews should gather in synagogues to pray for Israel. Absolutely beautiful. New Haven gathered children for an urgent rally, and 4,000 people attended a vigil in Westminster. Mark Ruffalo, the anti-Semitic actor that tweets out against Israel on a regular basis supporting Palestinian and their murderous agenda, he tweeted out, Concerning the tragic events unfolding in Israel and Gaza, I am grief-stricken for the unspeakable suffering and loss of life and loved ones. Really? The horrific violence must end. I have no answers, obviously. Well, duh, because you're a freaking moron. Excuse my French. 
Um, I feel it's absolutely necessary to focus on our shared human existence and reality, the sanctity of our common humanity, blah, 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 heal wounds, blah, 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 division, blah, blah, blah. Dave Rubin replied, you are a useless tool. Yes, you are. And thank you, Dave Rubin, from the Rubin Report, for standing strong and standing up for Israel immediately on his social media platforms. Absolute garbage. Such ambiguity. It's like either you're on the side of good or the side of evil. Like, you don't know. There's no shared humanity here. Do you even realize what Israel's dealing with? Just say, Hamas is responsible for the killed and kidnapped innocents. I'm an anti-Semite and a disgrace. I'm retiring from social media. That's it. This wasn't a tragic event. It was slaughter and kidnapping of Jews and infants by Hamas on Shabbos, on a high holy day. You are a Hamas shill, and you should hang your head in shame. You have Jewish blood on your hands. The people that you have encouraged to support this cause, disgusting, absolutely disgusting. I mean, the amount of words for saying nothing. Please. Um, Amari Studemeyer, the basketball player, the African-American basketball player who converted to Judaism, tweeted out that he woke up this morning about the disturbing news, and then he said, this is some cowardly bull poop. Cowardly, and for all your Black Lives Matter supporters who ain't saying nothing, saying, let me figure out exactly what's happening before saying anything, F you. Excuse my Chinese. Sorry, all bets are off. I mean, this is Israel's 9-11 times 10. Think about it. 2,977 Americans were killed in 9-11. Over 20 years, over 4.5 million were killed during the war on terror in over seven countries following 9-11. What happened in Israel is proportionally equivalent to 30,923 Americans killed, 77,300 injured, and 4,360 kidnapped. So don't talk to us about moderation. Don't talk to us about moderation. And Harvard University, shame on you. A Palestinian resistance protest took place at Harvard yesterday with flyers declaring victory is ours, chants calling for the destruction of Israel, protesters calling the Israelis across the streets Nazis. Hundreds of people showed up. Police did a great job of keeping the two sides separate. Many chants accusing Israel of white supremacy. My brother posted on our WhatsApp group a photo of thousands of people in Massachusetts coming out to support Israel. So that was a beautiful thing to see. But Harvard should be ashamed of themselves. Back to Israel. Rachel Edry, an elderly woman from Ofakim, was held hostage for 15 hours by a group of five militants. You got to hear this. Sweetie, you look pale. You need to eat, she says. Telling the guy in charge, the... Hamasnik in her house holding a machine gun that he needs to eat something and offering them a full meal. When the Israeli commandos stormed the house, the five militants were stuffing themselves with her cookies and immediately killed. It wasn't a tactic. She said, I just figured hungry men are more dangerous, so I wanted to feed them. She has become a national hero and the subject of countless memes on Israeli Twitter, comparing her to Yehudit, who fed the Greek general wine and cheese and then cut his head off. Wow. Amazing. Megan McCain, once again, my family and I stand with Israel and the Jewish people yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Always, our hearts are broken. God might have mercy on the terrorist souls. He will not. But I assure you, America will not. There is no path but Zionism. Thank you, Megan McCain. And now, let's get to the most vile, depraved, psychotic, pathetic, disgusting tweet of the week from our favorite mom, refugee, and congresswoman that we love to hate, Elon Omer. This is what she tweeted, beyond the pale. 
She tweeted, Gaza's two plus million population are mostly children who live under a blockade in what Israel's own former intelligence chief has called an open air prison. The overwhelming majority live in prison, in poverty, sorry, in poverty. Many suffer lifelong psychological and physical trauma. Just as we honor the humanity of the hundreds of innocent Israeli civilians. Oh, thank you for calling us humans. That's so nice of you. And nine Americans who were killed this weekend. We must honor the humanity of the innocent Palestinian civilians who have been killed and whose lives are upended. No, we don't have to. You can because your people did this to your people. This has nothing to do with us. You can sit there and you can honor all the humans you want. But Israel is going to be busy turning Gaza into a parking lot for the next uh, week or so. So... Yeah, better better luck next time. She writes, Palestinian residents of the West Bank have scarcely better life than the Gazans. With the routine destruction of their ancestral homes, destruction of their crops, and violent attacks by Israeli settlers. Garbage. Garbage. Absolute garbage. Lying piece of garbage you are. According to Amnesty International, Human Rights Watch, the UN, and Israeli Human Rights B'Tselem, all anti-Semitic groups, by the way, the UN is a den of wolves. Who quotes the UN? And then she mentions apartheid, I mean the chutzpah. Palestinians have few resources for justice and accountability. You know why? Because all their resources have been pumped underground into tunnels. All the money, all the aid that came in from these virtuous organizations you just mentioned, they were used for terror. All the international tzedakah, all the charity that comes into Gaza is used for terrorism. She continues, as the world is condemning Hamas attacks, we must also oppose an Israeli military response that has already taken the lives of hundreds of Palestinians. And this is the clincher. She writes, the Israeli defense minister has called Palestinians human animals and and promised to cut off all electricity, all food and fuel to civilians in Gaza. That is correct. And then Twitter added a correction, which is what they do when something is not accurate. Because Yoav Gallant clearly refers to Hamas terrorists who brutalized Almost a thousand Israelis at this point. He called Hamas terrorists animals, not the Palestinian people in public. And that's still up for discussion. This is a collective punishment, a war crime, blah, 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 blah. I, I, I probably can't read this. She is such, what excuse is there to use Palestinian children and women as human shields? What excuse is there to use hostages as human shields? What excuse is there to storm a rave and capture innocent people? I'll tell you one thing. She is right. They're not animals. They're monsters. And hopefully we will rid the world of them very, very soon. (sighs) This is so typical, Ilan Omar. Hamas mutilated people, killed people dancing, shot dogs, murdered people house to house, kidnapped Americans. And when Israel retaliates, she says, what about the poor Hamas supporters? Disgusting woman. Absolutely disgusting woman. The only reason they're living in poverty is because instead of rebuilding Gaza and using the money that pours in to make a better life, Hamas spends every single penny on building tunnels and rockets and buying weapons. The blame is on Hamas. Israel has been giving water, power, food, and humanitarian supplies to Gaza since 1992. All the suffering in Gaza is on Hamas's shoulders. They start the conflict Every single time. And you know what? People are comparing Hamas to the Nazis. Hamas is worse than the Nazis. The Nazis murdered Jewish women and children like people kill rats. Like something you just have to do. It's like disgusting, but you have to do it. They dehumanized them so that their people could exterminate them without guilt. It was an assembly line of, of, of murder and disposable bodies. For the Palestinians, murdering Jews is a celebration. 
This is their highest aspiration. They slaughter babies with honor and joy. Raping Jewish women is a badge of honor. They write songs and poems and make films celebrating massacres for years, for years on end. The vast majority of Palestinians are proud. They're not disgusted by the violence, the orgy of violence on Sunday. And if the Palestinians had the means to kill 7 million Israeli Jews instead of 1,000, they would eagerly do it today. And they would not even try to hide it from the world as the Germans did. Hamas is worse than the, the Nazis. The Palestinians are worse than the Nazis. And you, Ilan Omer, are one of them. You are one of them. You are a traitor in our midst. And you have no business being anywhere near Washington. And to anyone who has the chutzpah to share anything regarding free Palestine, the time to use your platform to defend the poor and oppressed people of Gaza was back in 2007 when Hamas took over Fatah. And since then, the Palestinian people, the Gazans, have been risking their lives and sacrificing their lives, protesting wealthy Hamas while you chose to ignore them in order to demonize and slander Israel. You never cared about the Palestinian people. You only hate the Jews. I want to end off with a tweet from Chaim Brook from Montana, who wrote, I write with tears rolling down my face. Javi and I are broken. The pain is unbearable. It was the hardest simplest tire of my life. As the news trickled in, the uncertainty took over. We cried, we danced, we worried, we sang, we prayed, we hurt, we inspired. We were and we are emotionally beaten. When the Chag ended a short two hours ago in Bozeman, uh, Montana, the reality of the war against Israel, against the Jews, has become clearer and more devastating than I have ever could imagined. Never since the Holocaust have this many Jews have been murdered in one day. Let that sink in. My nephew Shalom is currently an IDF soldier. My father and his wife, Leah, live in Yerushalayim. My uncle Yossi and my aunt Zahava live in Sterot. I have hundreds of relatives all across Israel. As far as I know, they are all okay. But this is not okay. It will never be okay. When will the world learn what anti-Semitic barbarism looks like? When will they stop demanding that we make peace with murderous terrorists? Enough. We've endured enough. Almighty God. Aharon was silent. There are times when words don't express our feelings. This is such a time. My dear brothers and sisters, let's strengthen each other. Let's be there for each other. Let's cry on each other's shoulders. Let's pray for the wounded. Let's comfort the mourning. Let's bring the captives home. We will gather in solidarity with Israel this week. Stay tuned for details. My nephew Shalom praying before heading out to defend Israel this morning. May you return safe and sound. I will share this beautiful photo of an IDF soldier wearing tefillin, holding a machine gun, praying to Hashem that he should be successful and matzliach in his mission. I will be back tomorrow to share more updates on what's going on in Israel. Stay positive. Do mitzvahs. Share good things. Show Hashem that we are united. If you're on Instagram, you can follow my beautiful land of Israel. I'm sharing beautiful clips, positive clips of soldiers dancing, of Jews helping one another here in the land of Israel. So if you need a break from the bad news, head over to my beautiful land of Israel. I'll put a link in the show notes. You can leave me a speak pipe if you want to just speak and say something and share it on this podcast. Uh, please support our sponsor, Caroline Bass Health. If you haven't ordered Queen Tulsi and you've been thinking about it, it's a great herb. I use it every single day. And look at me, calm as a cucumber in an oven. <laughs> Um, in any case, Mashiach is coming. I can feel it in the air. It's going to be good. Stay positive. Pray for Eretz Yisrael and help if you can. I'm putting five links in the show notes. Um, FIDF.org, Friends of the IDF, Magain David Adom, United Hatzalah, IsraelRescue.org, and the Ari Fold Project, AriFold.org, so you can donate and show your support for Israel during this perilous, difficult time. If you are appreciating this podcast, please leave me a five-star rating, a review on Apple Podcasts, and I will see you tomorrow.